Hey, what's going on? My name is Daniel Cauldron and welcome back. It's Corner Talks. It's the end of a generation, guys. And for all those gamers out there, you know what I'm talking about. PlayStation 4 has come to the end of its cycle and the PlayStation 5 has now arrived. Why am I doing a video on this? Well, ever since I got the PlayStation 2, I fell in love with Sony's array of video games, the storytelling, the imaginative worlds, the graphics, it has always been a favorite of mine. I've always been a gamer at heart. I've always loved immersing myself in these worlds that these designers have created. Like a filmmaker, I can relate to that experience of being creative, being imaginative, being a visionary, and inviting the audience, the player, to just seek out and, again, immerse yourself into these wondrous, beautiful worlds that the designer has created for the player. As a filmmaker, I'm inspired by this form of storytelling. They are constantly pushing the envelope, and I dare say it, some of these video games are borderline art, if not artistic expressions. They have become and they have taken this industry to a whole new level and the market is just expanding more and more. Uh, we see that with virtual simulation. And again, with the PlayStation 5 that is coming with the new generation of consoles, I feel it will take the world by storm. I really do believe that. I've seen the announcement for a lot of these games. And again, the effort, the artistry, the amount of passion these designers put into these video games. So what better way to say farewell to the PlayStation 4 and go over the games that I feel best captured a generation. The original Infamous on the PlayStation 3 was an instant favorite for me. The concept of inheriting superpowers while facing a moral dilemma of using them for good or evil is something that I feel is highly believable, highly realistic. Let's face it, human beings that inherit these superpowers or if they were to be something of a superhuman would not uh, be so saint-like. They would not be able to act um, orderly or just the way people may feel. They're human at the end of the day, they're gonna make mistakes. And that was the main message of the series is when you're faced with this um, extraordinary event, how do you choose uh, to go about it? Again, playing on the whole Spider-Man with great power comes great responsibility. This one did it in a very unique fashion, allowing the player to play both good and evil. Infamous Second Son is a spin-off following the character of Delson Rowe, and although it's not part of the main canon of the series, I felt more connected to the character of Delson Rowe than I did of the original character, Cole McGrath. The reason being is I enjoyed his rebellious personality, I enjoyed that he was very youthful, very fun, um, didn't, you know, give a shit about anyone, just nonchalant, and he kind of did whatever he wanted to. Uh, he would spray paint, uh, the mini games would allow you to spray paint uh, figures on the wall and all these different artistic expressions. So I think I liked a lot of that um, because I've been to that sort of art form, but it was just a fun kind of free-spirited character who, again, as the story progresses, is faced with a very serious uh, matter. Where to even begin? Because I truly feel like this game is a work of art. The graphics are so well done, clear, beautiful, and dare I say it, realistic. The original games had the backdrop of Greek mythology, so it was really refreshing to see this game have Norse mythology. Out of all the positives that I could mention, one thing really stuck out to me, and that was the direction of the story. The writers and designers of this game really humanized Kratos. For a long time playing the games before it, he was always seen as a very barbaric, uh, savage-like man that just took no prisoners and, you know, beat up or murdered anyone that got in his way. Now seeing Atreus' son come along and, you know, learning from his father made for vulnerability because he was very protective of his son, but also was very tough on him, tough but fair. And again, seeing that dynamic, seeing the series shift, 
because I've never seen Kratos with anyone. It's just always been a solo act of vengeance um, against the gods. Allowed for more room for storytelling, allowed for um, a different layer of emotions. And again, this is what I was talking about earlier as these video games have transcended, have really um, elevated their material um, going beyond you know, what was seen as just mindless entertainment. Um, this was an engaging, immersive story. All right, if you're a fan of this series, don't hate me because I've never played the previous installments. It was so fun playing as the character Nathan Drake, kind of like a smart-ass Indiana Jones searching for treasure. As a third-person shooter, the gameplay is fun, immersive, and challenging, truly showcasing and showing off those graphics from these talented video game designers. The set pieces, writing, character development, all make this game a riveting, dramatic hunt for treasure. Of course, this game would be on the list because I'm a huge Star Wars fan. This game makes the list as opposed to games like Battlefront or Squadrons, simply because of one thing, you get to play as a Jedi. As fun as that sounds to play as a Jedi, it's not so easy. It's a lot to get used to with the mechanics. You can't just pick up the lightsaber and start swinging it around um, until you reach the end of the level or the game or the boss. It requires a lot of strategy. There is stamina involved, there's experience points, there's power, and I learned that the hard way I kept dying multiple times on the first level, um, but after taking a lot of patience and after learning how the game actually worked, it required you to be a true Jedi to learn to use the Force. I know I'm getting really nerdy here, guys, but I'm telling you with this game, it <laughs> requires a lot of patience, it requires a lot of um, stamina and focus. And you really have to get through it if you want to get through it that is like me if you're crazy <laughs> the story is also extremely intriguing for me you play as cal kestis a jedi who is on the run from the empire looking to exterminate his kind for those of you not familiar with the star wars series the empire deems the jedi as a threat so the galaxy agree to exterminate them and here we have cal kestis as the player can play all in all any game that requires you to use a lightsaber to kick ass makes a spot on my list Spider-Man along with Iron Man have always been my top superheroes. And while we wait for that amazing Iron Man game to come out, this Spider-Man game is an amazing experience and does the superhero justice. They nailed the mechanics of the game. Swinging through the city, just feeling that fluid motion, the vibrations on the controller when you ignite that web or like shoot it out of your wrist. You just really feel like you're Spider-Man. It puts the player in that experience. It again, immerses yourself into this world uh, that Marvel has created. I enjoyed how the story explored an array of villains like Doc Ock, Kingpin, and Norman Osborn. I found Peter Parker to be really believable, seeing how he is this nerdy, intelligent kind of person, but yet he has these quippy, kind of cocky remarks given his age. I believe he's in his college years or early 20s, so that was kind of a new direction, a new look on the character as opposed to seeing him always as a teenager. I thought that was a lot of fun and I thought it brought a lot of dynamic to the character. I felt completely immersed in the role of Spider-Man when playing, not to mention you can change suits. Yeah, you can play as the original uh, comic book Spider-Man in the 60s. You can go to the 2002 Sam Raimi version. There's different variations of the comic book suits you can wear. You can also do uh, the Spider-Man multiverse one where you can do Miles Morales, I believe. There's an update for that. Yeah, it's just priceless. Honorable mention, Last of Us Part 2. I haven't played this game yet, but I did play the original, remastered on PlayStation 4, and from what I've seen alone, 
It is an amazing game. It got me so excited. I'm so happy that the sequel came out and I'm gonna be playing it very soon. So I put it as an honorable mention because again, the original was so good, so strong and seeing the trailer of the second one, talk about movies guys, this thing is written and played out as a movie, as a major television series, whatever have you be, right? It is just so beautiful and I just can't wait to play it. Anyways guys, thank you so much for joining me on another Corner Talks. I really hope you enjoyed my discussion, especially if you're a gamer on my farewell to PlayStation 4 and the games that kind of, for me, capture the generation, the experience of what Sony was trying to deliver. I look forward to getting the PlayStation 5. I look forward to hearing your comments. Do you agree or disagree with my takes? Are you an Xbox fan? Are you a Wii fan, a Nintendo Switch fan? Any kind of fan in that generation, leave your comments down below. If you enjoyed this video, please be sure to like and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Take care and I'll see you soon.